You're listening to Social Media Storytelling. Thank you, Nick. We have Nick in the studio today. He is the founder of Amplified Marketing Group and also Leadmax, right? Isn't that your company or is that a product of your company? That's it. Yeah, we're transitioning. And we could talk about that later. We're transitioning our agency from a completely done for you to done with you. And Leadmax is the catalyst of that software. That's kind of a hybrid to uh, help people out more at scale. Nice. Okay. Well, the reason why I brought Nick into the podcast today is because he actually ran a content agency, just like what we're doing. And we're going to talk about the struggles, difficulties, and even just like giving you guys tips on how to record good content. If you've already been recording content, or if you're just getting started, then we're going to touch on social media. And then lastly, we're going to end with some YouTube tips. So Nick, just kind of like first question to start off, when you started working with your clients that haven't recorded a video in their life, what were the biggest struggles that they were going through when, when you were coaching them? Panic and fear. I mean, that's like the number one thing to get over when you first start doing video is like that idea of when your heart flutters right before you hit that record button, you got to practice that. That's a learned muscle, right? So like I remember, you know, 10 years ago when I first started doing video, I am naturally an introvert. I was, I'm absolutely, even to this day, if you put me in front of a thousand people on stage, like I love to do that. I love to teach and train and coach people, but I'm still absolutely terrified of like public speaking. I'm more of an introvert. I always joke around like if I hit the Powerball and won a hundred million dollars, you'd probably never see me again. I wouldn't be documenting my life on social media. It's strictly for business. So like the introverted side of me, when I first started doing video, it was, I had to go from a place of, you know, complete fear. And how do I even get out the first sentence? Like if you're in a place where like you hit the record button and you say one sentence and then you're like so panicked that you don't even know what to like, remember what your second or third thing or, you know, when I go on video now, when I talk to people like, oh, you're so natural and you could just hop on and say whatever. Well, yeah, because 10 years ago, I was crazy panicked in my bedroom trying to shoot a video and I would be gasping for air after the second or third sentence. And it was like that immediate fear. So for me, the, the weirdest part about video to begin with is always get over yourself. Nobody likes what they look like. Nobody especially likes what they sound like. When you first start hearing your own voice, you're like, uh, I sound like an asshole. Sorry, I don't know if this is a politically correct show or. Oh, you're good. You can, you can, I'm used to uncensored podcasts. No, you're good. You're all good. But yeah, that's like the first struggle is I don't like what I look like and I don't like what I sound like. And so to combat that, it's always like, well, you're currently doing business now, correct? Yes or yes, right? So the answer is yes, you're doing business. The answer is you are getting in front of people right now. You are talking to people. So everybody knows what you look like. Everybody knows what you sound like. So the idea that you can't put that on camera is absolutely crazy. It's just your own negative emotions and what you have in your thought process. You're not going to an appointment with somebody and holding a paper over your face and hiding from them because you don't like what you look like. You're in person. So the greatest thing ever about video is it's it's a catch-22 for salespeople. And once the once it clicks in your mind that the majority of like people that I talk to, they're, whether they're coaches, whether they're small business owners, a lot in the real estate mortgage community, they have a self-confidence about them when they're in the transaction. Most of them are experts at what they do, right? You ask them about how to negotiate a deal and in their mind, they're the best negotiator, right? They're the best contract to close person. They're the best 
plumber in the area. They know more about plumbing than anybody else in the area. But what happens is when you put them on video, then all of a sudden we compare ourselves to so many other people. And we're so afraid of like that 1% that might be better at their craft than you, that you think you're talking to them. And then you're omitting 99% of other people who could value from what you have to say and your expertise. It's like we focus on the wrong things. But once you realize that video turns your expertise into just a bunch of salespeople working for your operation, I always say every video that you record, if you feel like you're the best salesperson in your organization, every video you record, you just added another salesperson for free. And that salesperson is going to tell your story 24 hours a day, seven days a week while you sleep, while you, God forbid, don't work. It's going to be playing for you as an additional salesperson in your organization for no cost, unless you're doing paid marketing, which is another story. But yes, it's how do you convey your message right now? The most important thing you can do for your business is story, is branding. The creator economy is real. What you guys have created with story to help people become creators, because if you're not a creator, you will have to be to survive. Tides are changing. Everything is a commodity now. And if you look at what the biggest brands in the world are doing, they're influencers, right? The Kylie Jenners of a world with a hundred million dollar brand, billion dollar brands are selling commodities through their channels, right? The Logan Paul's going against Gatorade and selling his own sports drink. Like, so the thing that you're selling that you're so happy about is now the commodity. Anybody can sell it. Anybody can do it. Anybody can private label a thing from Alibaba or AliExpress and sell it. So like the disruption in the world right now, what Amazon is behind the scenes freaking out about. And if you look at what Walmart just did, Walmart created their own creator economy because they see that they see the path. They realize that if they want to beat Amazon, they create this creator economy and they get 100,000 people who are in their ecosystem selling their products because that's the way people want to buy and sell now from their favorite person that says the things that they say that resonates the way that they live, right? They don't want to buy from just amazon.com uh, as much. So there's a lot to unpack there. I don't know if I answered any of your questions or if I just went on a rant, but yes, video is extremely important. If you haven't done it, my best video tip that I ever give people is if you're terrified of video, and, and here's something interesting too. I've, I, I ran into this a lot. People will be afraid of doing video and recording it, but then I'll talk to them on FaceTime and they're perfectly fine. So why, why is it that you're okay with being on FaceTime, especially so like the, the older demographic, like the average real estate agent is like 55-year-old female, right? Mm-hmm. That 55-year-old female will get on FaceTime every day with their daughter and have a conversation and look at their grandkids yeah. and talk to their grandkids. But you put the same camera in front of them and you say, Tell me why escrow is important and why you need to pay attention to this, like whatever. And they freeze up because now they're not talking to just their daughter. They're talking to everybody that they know. It's like a different, we just got to shift that mind frame. No, that was awesome. And and you did answer my question. The question was just, how do you get comfortable recording video? And I like that you kept it raw. So for me, I was never like, when I first started, I was never comfortable recording video. I was just absolutely terrified. So like I was telling all these loan officers, real estate agents, and you start doing it. I never did it myself. And it looks like you experienced the same thing. And you're like, dang, this is way harder than it looks. So we're giving this advice, but just know like it takes the work. You got to put the reps in and you got to practice. It's just like becoming a real estate agent. You got to practice doing those deals. You got to practice selling homes. It's not like you're going to sell a home and then you're a master at it. Same thing goes for video. There's two things. things. Number one, if you haven't heard of like 75 hard, Andy Frisella, first forum, exercise, you know, read a couple chapters of a book, follow a diet for 75 days, 
and do work two workouts a day for 75 days, right? It's a mind frame shift to put you on a path of a habit that makes you successful. So what I always tell everybody, if you're afraid of doing video, the cool thing about video is like, okay, so right now we're live. I'm not sure if we're actually live or we're just recording, but a lot of people think there's a lot of pressure around doing live video. Like, especially a couple of years ago, it was really important to go live on Facebook and live on Instagram and, and live on YouTube. And that fear is real where that's even more of a fear than just doing the recording. So the idea that what I tell people is give me 30 days. If you're terrified of doing video, record a video 30 days in a row, but have the expectation that you're never going to publish that video, that all you're going to do is keep those videos in your camera roll. And what happens, oh, I'm getting a phone call. What happens is you build that muscle. And so the, the fifth video, you're still going to be nervous. The eighth video, you're still going to be nervous. But the 12th video, when you hit that record button, it's not going to be quite as nerve wracking because you've watched yourself after 12 videos and you start to get a little bit better. And then after 30 days of just recording a video every day and never publishing it, it doesn't go anywhere. You're going to have so much more confidence than you did on day one that you're going to feel like publishing that it's going to start to become a habit, that you're not going to be as nervous. Because once you get over that, that first minute of I hit the record button, I can keep my breath under control, I can remember what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it and articulate my words, that is like the first initial minute to two minutes. Once you can get past that and you hate the sound of your voice, then it's game over. Then it's just you put it on cruise control. Then it's about, then you start getting into strategy like what types of videos can I do? How can I make more of an impact? Who can I reach? How can I bring more business to myself? All that stuff. And I think we've, we've talked a lot about like people that haven't started recording video before. There's something that I want to unpack here and it's getting in a role of recording video consistently. So there's like big influencers that I've spoken to that like they, they face a rut, but they're like, I just don't want to record a video. Like they'll go like a month at a time without recording a single video. What tips do you have for people that are recording video now and now they're in a rut currently? How do you get out of that rut? So I've personally been in a little bit of a rut the past week or so or, or month or so with personalized content. And it's an interesting thing to, to unpack because video is unlike anything else and where if you're not in the mood to do a video, it's really hard to do a video, right? And especially, so here's the, the other side of that. It becomes really hard to do a video when you're always pretending to be somebody that you're not. And so that's the, the absolute hardest part. So if you're always, if the person that, I see on Facebook is different than the person I see in real life, then you have a big problem because the days that you never feel like doing the video are the days that you will have probably the most viral videos or the videos that will do the best because it's relatable. Nobody feels like going to work every single day. Nobody, even if you like are super passionate about your brand and your business and you love it, there's days where you're just like, F this. I just want to stay home, pull the covers over my head, order pizza, whatever right? I don't feel like doing the thing today. If you talk about that, guess what? Other people are like that too. It's, it's human nature. So like it's both sides of the fence. And that's how, if I always like try to reflect. So how do you, when you follow your favorite creators, why do you love your favorite creators? Like ask yourself that the people that you actually follow, why do you love them? Do you love them because they show up and they motivate you and they're the same person all the time? Like that's cool. If you want to be like an Andy Frisilla from First Form or Eric, what's his name? Who's like the huge motivational speaker, like Gary Vee, who's just like that guy all the time. Yeah. That's like 1%. If that's yeah. not your personality, don't try to be that person. Mm. Tell people what you're struggling with. Tell people that you're having a bad day, right? Be authentic because when you're authentic, that translates and transcends everything else. 
And so that would be my biggest tip. If you're going through something, there's chances that other people are going through the same thing. So it's a, it's a little bit of a hard thing to bob and weave around because especially as small business owners, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, you always want to portray success. You always want to portray that like you have it under control and everything's going fine, especially like if you have a family and kids and stuff like all that's always, no matter what's going on, mom and dad have it under control. Like you don't have to worry about things, right? In your business, your employees, hey, we got this under control. Behind closed doors, you're freaking out. What are we gonna do next month? What are we gonna do next week, right? So it's an interesting thing to navigate, but I promise you if you open up a little bit, if you understand that you have to show both sides because nobody's just 100% success, never happens. And so if you're 100% success, there's a chance that you're not getting as big of a following or as much as relatability as you possibly could because of that. Social media is about both sides. So something that I really appreciated about you, I think it was a week ago, you posted like, this was one of the more tougher years for you. You didn't make as much money. And like, I've had a good year, but it's been a really stressful year. I ended up in the hospital the first time because of stress. I've never had a panic attack before. And I thought I was dying. So it was cool because the, Alex, you know, Alex, right? He ended up in the hospital with a heart problem because of stress. And like when he said that, I really related with that. And I even sent him a personal message like, hey, man, that meant a lot. Like that was a wake up call for me because it happened to like, I want to say two weeks before that POD event we went to. And then he said that I'm like, dang, this is happening to other people. I thought it was just me that was like facing the that stress. Is. It was cool that you post that too. And I love to see that stuff. And it's funny because I recorded a video. Usually I'm in like a button up or like I'm trying to look a little bit schnazzier. And a week ago, I recorded a video with my hoodie. And it was one of my most engaged videos that I've ever had. Right. Literally right. the hoodie without even trying. Like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do it. I don't feel like recording a video. It actually sounded one of our better videos too because I was just being authentic. So it's, and I've been doing video for four years. So like, it's still a learning thing. You just learn new things as you keep doing it. Um, so even, I hope this was, very beneficial people that are recording video too. Next thing I want to dive into is uh, YouTube because you do YouTube coaching as well. What are, what would you say like are the biggest benefits of YouTube for small businesses or real estate agents or loan officers? Yeah. So it goes back to like a personal brand. And we, we talk about if you wanted to say 10, 15, 20 years ago, like when you meet somebody, you were very proud to send them to your website, right? Like your website was your your online thing. It was your business card. It was everything about you. Your about page was important. Your team was important. Like all that stuff's important. That all, all that's changed now, right? So when somebody's looking you up to do business with you and they Google you, what are they going to find? They might find your really nice website, but they were are more likely to engage with a really good YouTube channel, a really good TikTok account, Instagram Reels. Facebook Reels, it's more important than ever for people to be able to understand the person behind the brand. And you really can't do that on a website, right? You could be really good at blogging and SEO and you could rank your website, but TikToks are being ranked on Google now. Like they're indexed, you know? So the benefit, I would say, the not the only benefit of YouTube is being indexed by Google because TikTok is now indexed by Google, but there's still a really good place for long form content. So if you think about your overall strategy, if you had to focus on one thing, if you didn't want the added pressure of doing a short form video every day, right? If you're first getting into this world of content creation, then you really should focus on your pillar content first, right? You should focus on the longer form content. As far as a strategy, as far as a for Q1 next year, we're going to launch a YouTube channel and we're going to submit one video every single week to YouTube. 
and we're going to be consistent with YouTube because it all starts from that. It all starts, it all stems from the long form content. And once you get good at the long form content, send your stuff to story and they can chop it up into 87 different pieces of micro content that gets put out. So from a time perspective, if you're a high D and you're not in video and you're never going to do a dance or search for trends or hashtags or spend the time behind the scenes to do really good short form video like you need to, then focus on call it a dollar productive activity. And it's just, this is the thing. The thing is the long form content. It could be an interview. It could be you doing talking head style. I would stray away from doing vlogs because those are a lot of work. They might look cool. You might like to follow people to do vlogs, but I promise you it is one of the most difficult things to do well. So unless you're going to dedicate 15 plus 20 hours a week, the people that do really good vlogs are multi-day vlogs. You know, it's a very, very tough thing to do. So those real estate and mortgage YouTube channels that you see that guys are kicking out these videos that are 10, 15 minutes long. I promise you there's 20, 30 hours involved in a eight minute video. So your best thing to do would be talking head style video like this, find a really good editor that could throw some B-roll in, make it attractive that way where you still have camera movement, but focus on that pillar content and then chop it up into micro content and then supplement that micro content with your own original looking at the phone, maybe once a week, makes it a lot easier from a process perspective. And you know that on the head, and I do want to end with this. So the crazy stat, you're talking about social media and how like every, people look at your profiles now more than your website. There's a stat that came out that four out of five people will actually look at your profiles before even doing business with you. Yeah. So who are they going to do business with? The real estate agent that doesn't have anything on social media or the real estate agent that is providing value to their clients? <laughs> it's just crazy to think about. And then Nick, he did mention, Nick mentioned about how we do editing. We're actually doing one free video edit it with anybody that's interested. So you can download our app and try it out. Um, Nick, before we end, what is one ask that you have for our audience? Is there like a website they could look at? Is there somewhere they could go to check you out? I mean, my Linktree style site is nicksackis.com. If you want to see all my different links there, Try Lead Max is a lead generation platform for home service professionals. So we do Facebook advertising primarily. I'm a Facebook ads partner, been running ads really at a high level since 2017. We have a couple million dollars in ad spend under our belt. So we know what we're doing on that aspect. Now referring all my people to story because I had 10 video editors beginning of the year and it was a lot more work than I initially anticipated. So I've, uh, I've partnered with you guys and it's been great ever since. So coming from somebody who like, yes, I have an affiliate link, but I don't necessarily really care about that. I've been there. I've built a team. I've tried to do it myself. Partner with these guys because they're pros. They have more people behind the scenes than you even know. And they have already addressed all the concerns that you don't even know you have yet because you haven't been down this road. So if you're interested, if you know anybody that's looking for a software that can help them scale with paid lead generation, tryleadmax.com is your spot. I'm happy to hop on a call with you. And if you want to just follow me on social media, it's Nick Sackis. You can see what we do and uh, how we do it. Thanks, Nick. So we're going to have this episode go out. It's awesome to have Nick on here. If you guys have any questions, follow him on Instagram, check out his website, just give him a ring or message him online. He's more than happy to help to hop on a call with you. So thanks, Nick. And we're going to end the episode right now. Yeah, buddy. Thanks. Thanks for listening. For all things social media, visit us online at story.co. We'll see you next time.